All right, man, we are coming up on Halloween time, which I know you and I talk about this all the time because this is one of our absolute favorite times of the year um, for a lot of different reasons. It's it's uh, it's fun that people dress up, I think. It's fun to, you know, kind of act like a kid again and go out and get candy if you want to and stuff like that. But one of our favorite things, one, things, one thing that we share in common is scary movies. You and I both have a real <laughs> affinity for scary movies, and I, I I I always love talking to you about scary movies. But I mean, you think you think about like good horror movies. What are what are some movies that are essential every time Halloween comes around? What do you have to make sure that you watch? There was a Mariah Carey movie called Glitter um, <laughs> that I feel no, <laughs> Fantastic. pretty bad. That is, I mean, that is unbelievably scary wait, so yeah wait did you say horror or oh. horrible or See, I horrible thought, i thought you were My talking bad. about just plain scary which that My would bad. be also qualified <laughs> uh no it, it's it's you know it goes down to two because we you know growing up um uh these two were big for probably me and you uh the original halloween you know oh. and when i say original i'm talking about one and two <laughs> yeah because uh, that was that was one movie um, you know, if you really look at it, that was one movie. Talk about a great sequel, just like I mean, just right back into the mix. And so, True. Halloween one and two was great, and and I think that probably that one, um, for me, it was because it's like the things that really scare me are you know, it's like that unstoppable force. Like you're dying. Sorry, <laughs> you don't know when it's gonna happen, um, uh, but you're dying. And it's like there's this meme out on the internet, uh, on Reddit right now about okay, there's a snail that's coming for you. Uh, and if it touches you, you die a horrible death, but it's a snail and it always knows where you are. Dude, that was the most terrifying thing ever. Did you see that? We were literally, you're telling me about a snail and that damn snail just got us, man. We just got eaten. I literally, I was talking about the snail that's always following you. And if it touches you, it kills you. And then like my whole screen went black. And I was like, well, that's it. It was a good run. Uh, I guess I'm dead. Uh, that was so, insane. So if you, for anybody that's listening, I know we're talking scary movies, but go to Reddit and look up the snail <laughs> that's following you. And it, it's, it's terrifying. Uh, anyways. Um, but yeah, so the Halloween movies are, are definitely my favorite. I think they should now make one about the snail. Uh, but I I also got to go with what I thought was was an excellent one, which is Blair Witch. Uh, a lot of people Ooh. thought that was thought that was absolutely stupid. I totally get it. But you and I, this is actually a story about our past. We actually yep. went into the theater. We were young, naive lads, and <laughs> we actually went into the theater thinking it was found footage. Um, <laughs> we I can't walked- believe you're actually admitting that. That's, no, that's not good. That's I not know, a good look bubble. for us. It's not a good look for us. But we came. I, I'm so glad that we actually thought that because we came out of that theater terrified, absolutely terrified, yeah. absolutely terrified. And like you know, you guys got to think back then the internet wasn't what the internet is now, and so like there wasn't a lot of information hanging. There was the internet, but there wasn't a lot of information hanging out there for a while about this yeah. ruse that they had played. And so I, I excellent <laughs> marketing on on the behalf of that team, and yeah, so. <laughs> But that's not what we're here to talk about today. 
<laughs> Oddly enough, we're not talking about snails. We're not talking about you know scary men with masks or uh, witches. We're not doing any of that. We're actually, but you did you did touch on marketing right there, and I think I think maybe that's what we'll talk about. What do you think? That sounds we pretty should, good, right? We should talk about marketing. <laughs> um, I've got these really scary uh, little white stickers uh, in my hands right now that uh, look about like this, and this is an NFC tag, and we should talk about this. So if you're ready. Um, Let's dive in. Let's do it. All right, man. So you mentioned something to me the other day when you when you and I were talking, um, and I had to essentially had to write it down because number one, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about, so I had to go and like research it and figure out what it was you were talking about. But I also wanted to make sure to like circle back around with you and talk about this because I've got. All the questions, but you mentioned something to me that I thought sounded really, really cool. I went and dug in, and it is cool. It's really cool, and it's NFC tags. Now, luckily, between then and now, I've been able to get a little bit of a surface understanding and kind of, you know, enough to realize that I knew what it was without really knowing what the tech was called, right? But I'm, I'm actually really pumped to learn more. So, I mean, let's just start at the very beginning. What the hell is an NFC tag, and and how did it make its way on your, your to your radar? Um, so a little while back, you know, Apple came out with a new feature that was like its wallet. And, um, I was like, well, that's cool. You know, I don't know, really know what that is, but, uh, they're doing some stuff. And so what I figured out is like, you can put like your credit card, your primary credit card into your phone, um, so that it has all that data. And you can like, if you have tickets, like I went to a Grizzlies game last night. And so I was in Memphis, Tennessee. I went to a, a thing and I had my tickets just on my phone. And so, when I walked in, all I really did was I scanned my face so that it unlocked my phone uh, on this particular screen and uh, would kind of cycle through each ticket. And each time they had a, a NFC reader that was reading. And so, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I had this Apple Wallet stuff for a while and had, like, no idea what the tech behind it actually was. Um, but NFC stands for Near Field Communication. And so the idea okay. is this doesn't actually work unless you were like a few centimeters away from the actual devices. And so th that's the idea. It's this very near field communication. And, and that is a security feature in itself. The fact that it only works very, very close up. And so where this really starts to come in handy is um, for things where you need to be right there and you need to be locked in with it. So, it really started kind of coming in to be with that. It, you know, I didn't really understand what the tech was, what it was behind the scenes, but I started to understand that there was this tech that something magical was happening when I waved my phone over uh, a device and, and I unlocked it that I could pay for something or I could scan a ticket. <laughs> and so that was, that was sort of my first introduction into this. And then somewhere along the way, I started to kind of understand that there was a lot of stuff that I didn't have to be like a payment processor or a huge venue to use this technology. And that's when things kind of started getting really interesting for me. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that makes perfect sense. And, and and you're right. It's just, it, it's literally just like I said, like we've, I've seen this stuff before. I just didn't know what the hell it was actually called. And, and I've, I've probably even used it on multiple occasions. So, I, but the first thing that it makes me think of, and you probably remember this, uh, I don't know, it's probably 10 years ago, maybe, maybe more, maybe more like 12 years ago, something like that. But I was starting to get, get on board at the casino and we started diving into something that was new and kind of only, it was really only kind of foreign to us because it was over in Asia and it was really popular over there. It was called a QR code. Well, yeah. now here we are, we live in a world where that is 
so prevalent and it's everywhere we go and, and boy did COVID kind of kick that thing up. But, uh, I mean, so now literally everywhere you go, there's a QR code involved and everyone knows how to use them. So what, what's the advantage over something like an NFC tag versus like a QR code? Well, I think something that was very interesting that happened with QR codes is QR codes, like you said, have been around like, you know, a long time, a really yeah. long time or, yeah. or a variation of it. Um, you know, and so with QR codes, yeah, we've been playing with QR codes a while. Like I remember probably about 10 years ago, uh, we were doing some stuff with QR codes and it was very early and it wasn't widespread and nobody knew how to use it. There was nothing built into your phone, uh, to actually scan these things. Like you had to go out of your way to like, get a reader on your phone. Like there was actual apps that were QR readers. And then, you know, kind of over time, phones started like putting in technology that uh, if you just pointed your camera at it, it would read it. And that was, that was all well and good. That was cool. It was, but it still was, a, it was a technology that really hadn't taken off yet. And then, as you said, this need, this global need arises with uh, the pandemic where people don't need to be touching everything. And so, yeah. You know, the need for QR technology, all of a sudden, this technology that had been around a long time finds its audience. It finds its need. And uh, I mean, almost in the span of a few weeks, the entire world is trained on how to use this technology. And so that, that that's powerful. And so this is the really interesting thing that's happening with uh, near field communication right now, or NFCs, is even people that are using it for like to pay for things aren't really aware of what's going on with it. And what's really interesting is a lot of people still don't understand like some of the ways that this works. And one of the reasons is this, it was about, and, and Android of course is always just a little Android and Google phones, those kinds of things, always a little bit ahead tech wise and like taking risk over this, which is the iPhone. Um, right. But the iPhone has had NFC reading since about the iPhone six. Okay. So we're, we're jumping back a little bit here. But it doesn't have what we call native reading um, until until after the X. And so this this particular phone, because I, I carry an old phone around with me, and I'm, I'm literally like days away from replacing this. This is an X. And so with the X, I actually have to turn on an NFC reader. Like, you know, think about like where you used to have an app, an app and turn it on to read a QR code. I still yep. have to turn this. But after the X, you kind of get in this situation where like all you have to do is hover. And that's it. Like you don't have to turn anything on. You don't have to point a camera at it. You're literally hovering over the top. And so what we're looking at right now, this is the big opportunity for anybody that's listening, is we're looking at in the next year to two years, this technology will be something that whether you know how to use it or not is built into every single one of our phones. And so where I get into this from a marketing perspective is when you can just in a one line, tell somebody to do something and they can do it and see a magic trick happen. That's when things get really interesting. I, right now, everybody that's past a X, you know, on an iPhone, I could tell them to wave their phone over the top of something and something magical is going to come up. Just like, hey, point your camera at this thing and there's something cool that's going to happen on the other end, right? Yeah. And so that's where things start to really happen is you've got this novelty of, Hey, this you do this, and something cool is going to happen on the other end. And it happens just like a QR code. You're going to have something from the top slide down as a notification, and you actually have to you know tap it to get it to do something. And so that's where we are. We're at sort of this place to where we're a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of understanding what's going to happen. Uh, but here in the next little bit, every single phone on the planet 
is going to have this. And what's going to be really interesting is what is going to be that moment that's going to bring this tech out. This is like QR codes. We knew 10 years ago QR codes were going to find their place. Uh, Now, we didn't necessarily know that it was going to be a pandemic that did it, obviously, but we knew eventually that was going to come in handy. And everybody that was playing with these things knew it. It, We just didn't know when. We didn't know if it was going to be 10 years, 20 years, but we knew it was going to happen. And we knew it was going to be useful. And it's the same thing with this because when you can put yourself in a position where all you have to do is hover your phone over something and something happens, that's when things start to get interesting. And so what I what I do want to talk about today is there's a couple of things that I think are really interesting. Number one, there's a marketing side to this, which you know I'll walk you through fully what we're doing with customers right now that we're helping with this. And there's a how to use this in your home to be a more efficient human being side of this right now. And so both of these, I think, are really interesting conversations, and we should absolutely cover them before we get out of here. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. I haven't even thought about how we would use it at home, so I definitely want to dig into that. But yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned something that really stuck out to me. It's it's uh, you know the, we talk about QR codes, but there's been other things. There's been other things that have come along the way. Like I can remember sitting in an office one day, and a direct mail office that we were working with came in and started showing us this uh, augmented reality stuff. Yeah, and people scanning over that, and I mean that's amazing. Like you could, I mean, there's wine bottles out there that you can scan over that, and I'm like. Here I am going, whatever happened to that? Now that we're talking about this, I'm thinking, man, what, you know, where did that kind of stuff go? But it's all because there's no widespread adoption, right? That's what you keep touching on. So obviously there's going to be an adoption point from our phones that is going to allow us to do things and, and, and kind of almost even kind of push us into doing some things uh, that, we, that we didn't even realize we could do. So I think that's really, really cool. But from a marketing standpoint, I'd, I'd love for you to just touch on you know, kind of some of your ideas, what you're doing, and then and then from there, you know, where does it go from there? Uh, I'll tell you where I think, and I, I just want to hit on this because I think that like augmented reality, QR codes, NFC, I think, you know, all of these things are waiting for the thing. I don't think we're actually going to see augmented reality happen on our phones first. I oh. think where we're going to see augmented reality start to happen is uh, in our cars first. Uh, I think that is the number one place we're going to see it because right now we have this sort of world that we live in. Um, where, uh, you know, there's speed limit signs. Okay. So we, we see those things. We see billboards. We see directions. And right now, what happens is, is if you look down in a lot of the newer cars, you've got a screen that's sort of right there. And like my mom's, I've been driving my mom's car, uh, taking her back and forth to doctor's appointments right now. And there's a little thing that always tells me the speed limit, which is really handy. You know, I don't right. have to wait for the next sign, but I can always look down and see the speed limit. There's directions that are there. Um, and there's like, not only is there a map, but there's things telling me, hey, turn this way. Or, hey, there's a car that's over here. Uh, and right now, the car that's over here, or there's something behind you or in front of you is like on a mirror or something like that. So what I think is going to happen is we're going to start to see our windshields turn into these displays that you can still see completely through, but you're going to have something that's sort of superimposed over the top with that augmented reality. I think that's where we're going to see it first. Um, obviously, the blending of that and you know VR headsets is coming too. But I think yeah. that to me, that's the most practical way to do it. And there's definitely a marketing side to that too. But getting into your question, um, getting into your question, like what is the marketing side of this first? And then we'll get into sort of some of the fun stuff you can do at your house. Uh, <laughs> first things first is like you could literally go uh, right now to amazon.com. Um, or a variety of other places, and you could buy a strip. This is These are just like stickers, by the way. Um, but you could go in and you could buy a strip of these. And what this is is you peel this off, and it looks just like a little uh, white circle. 
Uh, so from the front, that's what it looks like, kind of this glossy circle. But it's hard to kind of see from the back, but maybe you can see that. And for those of you that are listening, you can't see that. I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's very for those, difficult. <laughs> those of you that are creeping in on YouTube um, or you're watching us on TikTok or something, um, you can kind of see that it's just this little metal sort of mesh on the back. And it's what this is, is a radio tag. And not only does it have like a radio receiver on it, but it also has a, a place for it to actually store data. And so what wow. you can do with these is you can actually program these to actually hold information. and. It's very, very simple. It's not a complicated thing. You don't have to like order them to do something from the place that, you know, that they don't have like some machine. I'm sure they do, but they don't actually program these for you. What you do is you have your phone and on your phone, you can download an app. And the one that I actually use, um, and they have this on several app stores, not just the iPhone app store, but it's called NFC Tools. And it's this little orange thing and it's got a little phone with an N on it and it's got like this stuff coming out the side, but it's called NFC Tools. And you take this tag, and with NFC tools, um, you go in, and you can actually say, hey, what do you want to do? You want to read this tag? You want to write to this tag? What do you want to do? And I could say write. So I clicked write, and then I could say add a record. And I could say, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to um, like go to a URL, like kind of like you would with most of the, what we do with QR codes? Do you sure. want to um, add a contact? So you scan this, and you can like instantly add someone's you know contact information, their phone number, their name. Do you want to call a phone number? Do you want to add a phone number to your contacts? Do you want to like send an SMS? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I mean, like, you can do all kinds of things with this. Like, like you could put in a Bitcoin address. You could secure oh, wow. with the Wi. You could secure with. You could like set up a Wi-Fi network so someone scans this and the Wi-Fi network is automatically added. And so that's where things start to get really, really interesting. And so what I would do with this is I would go in. And I would take this and I would say, you know what? I want to uh, send a text message, let's say. All right? So send a text message. And then what I do is I I actually type in the message that I want to send. I put in the phone number that I want to send it to. And I say, okay, cool. Let's write this. And I hold it over my phone. And it gives me a little check mark when it's written. And now this is loaded with that action. Okay? So – what do you do with this? Like, what, what do you actually do with this? So what we actually do a lot of times is we'll put together a flyer or a postcard. And we do this in a lot of restaurants. So the postcard actually says, hover your phone over the piece of pizza at the bottom to get 10% off your order today. Okay? So we got a little piece of pizza on the front side of that card. And on the back side of the card, we actually just put this on there so that – it's on the very back of where the little image of the pizza would be on the front. Okay, cool. So they pick up the card, they pull out their phone, they hover it over the top, and what happens is it says, okay, send a text message. Do you want to do that? Click it. And in the text message, it says, click send, and we'll send back your 10% off coupon. So they click send, and what happens is, is we're attached to a system, customer engine, which you know very well is what we're attached to. We send a text message to that system. The system sends back the coupon code to that person. Now, what just happened uh, in the background is we added that person's phone number to the list. And so now not only did we give them what they needed right away, but now we can market to that phone number over and over and over again as long as they want to keep receiving messages from us. And so from a list building perspective, you know, somebody's sitting at a table having pizza, good experience, and they look down, they see this cool little card. What is that? 
You know, there's, it's the novelty of like what does happen when I put my phone over the top. And then they yeah. see that they're like, you know, I'd like 10% off my meal today. Okay, cool. They join the list. They get their 10% off. You get them. And so the next week we send them something saying, hey, we've got this really cool pizza that's just today only. Come check it out. We're driving people through a text message and we did it all through that. And it's just from this little stinking tag that we put on the back of a postcard and they swiped over because they were having a good experience. And I thought, that's cool. What do you mean? I'm just, I slide over the pizza. All right, I'll try that. And then they're like, well, let's see where this goes. And that's how we get a lot of people on our list um, for restaurants, bars, things like that. And so, you know, are we playing into the novelty of this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that's kind of the thing is how can you use the novelty of something to get people to, you know, be interested, to get their attention, to join your list and then how can you turn that into something that you're using for the rest of the year to get them to come back more often and spend more money when they do? And so from a marketing perspective, that's what we're doing. We're just programming these tags, sticking them on the back of things. And I have some people that when I get kind of my message that I want, we put it into their phones. They sit around, they program these tags, they stick them on the back. And then we've got 100, 200 cards that we can rotate out through a restaurant. And it works incredibly well. We're talking like you can get anywhere from 100, 200, 300 people on a list um, in a busy restaurant in a span of a couple of weeks. And then that restaurant can do some amazing things with it. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, from the from the, from the the restaurant standpoint, because we're spe- specifically talking about restaurants, but I want to dig into some more too. But sure. from their standpoint, they don't have to have any sort of reader or anything, right? They, they literally, no. from their standpoint, it's all on the customer. They scan it, and then your back-end system, which is customer engine in that particular instance that you just went through, goes to work. So from the restaurant, yeah. from the business's standpoint, all they got to do is print up some signs, right? That's what yeah. it sounds like. We just literally put these cards on the tables and, you know, they just go about their business of, you know, making pizza and taking care of their customers. And the stuff that we put out on the table does the job and it catches their attention. They're like, okay, I'll try this. And then that's it. Now, the the stick here is, is like right now, you know, we have some phones that don't have the built-in reader um, working right away. But in the next... Um, Six months, that's not going to be the case at all. As, as phones sort of come out of fashion and we go towards this next level, we're there. So obviously right now we've got fail safes on the back. So they're like, well, this isn't working. They turn the card over, go to this, you know, text this message sure. to this number and it works. Yeah. But as we sort of get into this next wave, that fail safe becomes less and less something that we have to do. But the key is, is being this early, the novelty of this is absolutely huge. And so it's been something that's been highly effective for us just doing it that way. Now, could could we send them directly to a landing page? Could we send them to a URL? Could we do all kinds of stuff? Absolutely, we could. But that's been the core way is we're building that SMS list um, in the restaurant. And it's been something that's been huge. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to ask you about because I know you you deal with a lot of different tools and you you interact with a lot of different tools that do a lot of different things. So even though you're not doing it yet, I bet you've already kind of started to think, okay, how can I integrate this with some of these other badass tools that I have? So like, if if is anything kind of stuck out to you that you're thinking, man, this might be a direction I go as as this becomes more and more adopted? Um, some really interesting things, and this gets into sort of the home use stuff that we're doing with it right now is you can build out uh, entire automations. And so one of the things that uh, Apple did in the last little bit is they built this Shortcuts app. And I don't know how many of you have this, and, and it's, I, I'm sure there's some sort of equivalent on like an Android or something like that. 
but on Apple, there's a shortcuts app. And you can build these very elaborate automations that when I do this, this happens, this happens, this happens, and this happens. And so this app came out, and one of the core things is if you're after, especially if you're after the uh, iPhone X, um, you've got this NFC thing that's built in. That when I read this particular NFC, um, it, it's it's going to do this stuff. And so there's lots of little automations and things that we're doing right now in the home that um, are not like okay, when I scan it, when somebody else scans a tag, they're not going to have that automation built in. But is that coming? And so what I'm really looking at is like what's coming that gives us more of a stretch of the things that we can do as we get going. Right now, I'm I'm you know building a lot of SMS lists. I'm sending people to landing pages. I, I'm doing a lot of that stuff out of the gate. Um, yeah. But what I think is really interesting is. I look around at the people that I've taught this to so far, and it's been like a really small group. This podcast is like one of the first times I've really ever like really put this out there. Um, but the things that they're com- these folks are coming back to me that they're doing, I'm like, I would have never thought of that. And so <laughs> what I'm really what I'm really into right now is like talking with a lot of people and seeing what they're doing with it. And uh, some of the tools, yes, you know, from building email lists to sending people to very interesting pages uh, on the web. Uh, the cool part about this is is it's very interesting to anybody that happens to find one of these tags, even if they don't know it's an actual tag. But you can put these places and these things in some very odd places, and someone will check it out just to see what happens. And so it's been a very interesting tool. Man, that's re- it's really neat to to hear you talk about it because I, I I'm just like you just said, I can already think of you know hundred different ways. Now tell, tell me about, uh, you know, so I'm sure you're also probably putting this into place for yourself as you're kind of going out and interacting, uh, and on behalf of your own agency. And, and, you know, I'm sitting here thinking in my head with my marketing agency, man, how can I, how can I get people on my list and, and start to build from that standpoint? Do you think there's any sort of difference as far as how you go about doing that? Or is it kind of the same methods and the same practices? You're just kind of translating them to, to work for you. <laughs> how do I make money with this? I think is the question I yeah, heard. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so how do I make money with this? What, I, what I'm really doing right now, and I don't have it handy on me right now, but I have a card that's like the pizza thing that I showed you. And, and what, yeah. I'll, what I'll try to do is anybody that's listening to this, uh, I have a template that's like uh, I'll, I'll just share the image of it and you can kind of build something off of this. But I have this little uh, template. And it's just a card. It's like a postcard. And it is. It's like get this 10% off um, when you hover over the piece of pizza. And so all I really do right now to make money with this is when I uh, am out eating, I'd be like, hey, um, is the manager around? You know, And that's when everybody always freaks out. Uh, when, when you ask a waiter or waitress, the manager's around there. What's is wrong? Every, What's is wrong? Is everything okay? I'm like, I, I just <laughs> yeah. want to compliment the service. It's been great here. And so They'll bring the manager out. I'm like, and I always compliment when we've had a good food, good service. And I say, hey, do you have some time that I can show you some stuff uh, that we're doing um, with this card? And I'll hand them the card. And they'd be like, what's that? That's interesting. And that alone gets my foot in the door because they've never seen anything like it. And so from there, I sit down and uh, we get a meeting. I actually show them what the card does what the end goal of the card is and the novelty is what's getting me meetings. But also I don't have to like pitch anything crazy or like go nuts about what what's happening in the background. I just show them this tech and what happens when we're putting it on tables. And that's getting me into a position to where we're signing people up for, like I said, SMS list building marketing past that. And that's typically a $300 a month service for us. And so from a perspective of 
you know, it's always easier to get customers for a business and to get new customers for my business, my agency, by having something novelty and then backing it up with something that is like a full-blown fundamentals. You know, so yeah. list building, we talk about this all the time. List building is our fundamental way to grow any business to just astounding heights, right? And we know that. Like, we know that list building is our jam. And so when I get into sort of uh, the things that we need to do, it's like, how do I get people excited about list building out of the gates? And this is one of the core ways that we do that is showing them that little card. And so that's how I'm making money is I'm using that card as sort of the, ooh, what's that? And then yeah. it gets us gets our foot in the door. That's so smart. And you probably, I bet you could probably name many times over the years where you've done that, where you've kind of taken advantage of a certain novelty or a certain certain aspect of technology that's really, really cool. So I, I think what I'd love to know you know, kind of in the in the background, what I've what I've heard you say and what I've heard you talk about. So I I, I want to know where where this where this come from. Like, how'd you how'd you find this idea? And, and as someone who's a marketer and has as 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 we're part of a whole you know world of marketers, where are the best resources to go out and find <laughs> you know what's coming next? What's what's what, how do we find out about this stuff? Because this is this is really cool, and I think it's really good information. Honestly, it was TikTok. Uh, you know, it's wow. it's it's my favorite place to find new music, to find new marketing ideas right now. Um, my feed on TikTok is typically built around music and marketing. And so that's what that's what kind of gets served up to me right now is because that's the stuff that I engage with the most. And so sort of where this ended up coming from was um, somebody was showing off this NFC thing. They weren't really doing the marketing side. They were just kind of showing this cool stuff they were doing at their house. Yeah. And in their personal life. And I looked at it and I was like, huh, that's interesting. So from there, I started digging into the technology. And really, really quickly, I was like, okay, I know exactly what to do with this. This looks very much like QR codes. Um, yeah. You know, and what we do with QR codes. But it's something that nobody's ever seen. And it's a new way to interact and engage with a device and a human being. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to take what we learned on TikTok and we're going to apply it. And really quickly, we came up with something that was extremely powerful that really nobody else out there was doing. Yeah, that's so cool. I, I, I mean, that's all obviously really cool information, but I, I think I could already see like, I mean, you could, and I'm sure anyone that's even paying attention and listening right now can already see how there are different things that could be done across literally a wide variety of businesses that could, that could, I mean, we're talking about literally change the game for someone. And I think, I think the reason I want to say that is because I think it speaks a lot to what our mentality is at Serial Progress Seeker about staying on top, top of current trends, staying on top of technology that can really help us to continue to play a big part in extending our ability to kind of produce what's a big business that happens and operates from our backpack. So I, I think that's really, really cool. And as we close it down, I'd love for you to speak to that a little, maybe you can share some of your, uh, you know, ideas and, and the ways that you continue to kind of build on that backpack mentality, as far as uh, when you're looking for new technology to kind of support that. Uh, you know, get out and move. Uh, this is this is the thing. You get out and move, and you're doing things. You start to see opportunity all around you. Um, you know, one of the ways that I use this right now, I talked about the shortcut app. Is uh, I have a little sticker. Uh, you know, one of these in my car, and um, I've got the I've got it programmed that when it when it reads it, it you know posts that I went to the gym that morning. I can't scan it though unless I actually went to the gym, and so. Wow. You know, and, and that's dumb. That's not something that has to do with backpack business. That's more of a personal life thing. But when you start using these things sort of in your own house and your own personal life, 
and you go out and you're watching. Like I watch the way the gym markets itself, and I watch what's happening in that. I watch the way that my local – there's a local bar in town that's doing some really good thing with SMS marketing. I think the real key here with everything that we're doing as far as innovation and you know offering to our clients, everything came from an idea that we're standing on the shoulders of. And that's it. If you're sitting in your in your house all the time, uh, I know, you know everybody panics because okay, the economy and oh, we're hitting a we're we're hitting a recession or we're we're doing this. And but if you sit around all the time, you miss all the opportunity that's swimming past you. Some of the biggest businesses on the planet get built during recessions. And the whole backpack mentality thing is it's not expensive to go do a lot of things out, uh, but getting out is where you make your money because you see opportunity in front of you. I can't tell you how many times I have been sitting in a coffee shop and a business opportunity presented itself in terms of the client sitting right across from me and we got in a conversation. Or being in a business and the manager came and talked to me. It wasn't busy in their business that day. They came and talked to me. Those are the things that really sort of put you in that place. You can't do that. If you're stuck in an office all the time, you can't innovate. You can't find opportunity if you're stuck behind a desk all the time. And so the real big thing that um, I think is even if you are stuck behind a desk right now is take your lunch break, take your after hours, go look around, and I guarantee you find a hole. Either you're going to see it yourself in a business that you can help with or you're going to start talking to somebody and they're going to just straight up tell you like their number one problem you fix that. Not only do you fix it for that person, you fix it for a lot of other people. And that's like how, from a perspective of what we're doing, we add a ton of value is we're always looking for those holes. And a lot of times we already have the solution. They just don't know we have the solution. And so that that's kind of how it all comes together. 